0: What a beautiful message. What a beautiful time of year. In the midst of winter, this darkness that we see when we look out the windows, we have knowledge of the perfect light and his great love and grace for us. But when we look out the window, it is dark, isn't it? When we read our newspapers, look at our phones, listen to the PM on his uh, social media platform or on TV, there's not a lot but doom and gloom in the headlines for us. And so uh, you might be confused when you hear that my message to you this afternoon is good Christians rejoice. Good Christians rejoice. I wonder, do you feel like rejoicing? I've seen quite a bit of rejoicing going on in here <laughs> this afternoon, today. Fantastic. Praise the Lord. And it's good that we are here to do that. Uh, Good Christians rejoice. The other question is, what do we rejoice over? Because if our hopes are in worldly things, then we haven't got a lot to rejoice about these days. But if our hopes and our rejoicing are in heaven, if our treasure, as Jesus says, is found in heaven, then we have plenty and in fact everything to rejoice about. As I say, many of the blessings that we've become accustomed to uh, over the years have been stripped away. Many of us now live more isolated lives. The infamous Project Fear regularly sounds its notes of doom. Livelihoods have been and are being affected. Many of us have lost loved ones, or have certainly heard of others who've lost. The costs of fuel, groceries, and many other essentials are inflating. And our government, and the governments of the other countries of the world, seem to have virtually no clue. And no power to overcome these difficulties. And so perhaps to you, It seems like a truly bleak midwinter, as it was years ago. We could be at least thankful that the weather is not bitterly cold, as it could be. And as in some parts of the world, it is right now. Dear friends, we have retold the Christmas story this evening. I hope that as you listened, it was familiar, yes, but not so familiar that your eyes glazed over And you started wondering about what the rest of your Christmas is going to hold. Through the Bible readings and in song and in prayer, we have reflected on the Christmas story. And to use the title of the 1965 movie epic by George Stevens, it is the greatest story ever told. Anyone remember that movie? The greatest story ever told? One or two hands. I suspect that if you are here today, you either cherish this story, the story of Jesus, because he's transformed your life. Or someone invited you along because they want you to know more about it. Does worshipping God seem like reasonable activity to you? Do you feel inclined to pour out your inner being as a thanksgiving and as a daily sacrifice to your God? Well, whether or not you do really depends on how you see Jesus, on how you see God. And whether or not you see yourself in the greatest story ever told. The Bible, God's word, the Holy Scriptures it is God's revelation to humankind over more than a thousand years of history, from the earliest dawning of men and women who walked with God, through the generations of those who struggled with faith and yet who were immensely blessed by it. They experienced many trials and hardships, often brought about by their own mistakes and Wrongdoing. They often had ample reason to despair when they took their eyes off God. That's why the prophet Micah, our first reading this evening was from Micah chapter 5. Prophet Micah was given a judgment oracle, it's a judgment word from God for his people. You see, the kings of Judah had become corrupted and faithless, chasing after the useless things of the world instead of pursuing God. And the kings kings only reflected the widespread godlessness of the people around them. The people have the rulers that they deserve. I'll say that again. The people have the rulers that they deserve. So whenever we look at the headlines and we think this country's falling apart, we need look no further than the end of our street because we have the rulers that we deserve as a nation, as a community. You see, God brings judgment on his creation. And he does that not to have fun, not, to, not because he's a sadist and wants to torture people but in order to demonstrate the futility of choosing a life without him. And so back in the time of the prophet Micah, the Lord cut off the line of David, the kings of Israel. And he cut them off until David's greater son, the one whom the story is really all about, would be born. Jesus. Jesus the Christ. The prophet Micah says that this greatest ruler of Israel would be ancient even though he's just born. Think about that. Ancient, even though he's a newborn baby. Now, if you've ever been through pregnancy, perhaps you feel that it's gone on a while. Right? <laughs> nine months might feel like nine years, perhaps, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But I'm talking ancient. I'm talking since before the dawn of time, this baby was. And God's word says he is the word of God, the eternal son of the father. And the prophet Micah says that he would gather all his people as a shepherd gathers his flock. And he would possess mightily the strength of the Lord. And he would be able to give that strength to his people. I wonder if you need strength this Christmas time to face everything that's going on. Perhaps you're at your wit's end, the end of your tether, after another year of promises made but promises broken by our government and others. The Lord God Almighty doesn't break his promises. He keeps his promises and strength is available in him through Christ. With him you can face Christmas and you can face 2022 and you can face whatever it is on your plate with confidence and joy in your heart. You see, in the face of immense suffering, persecution and judgment, as the enemies of Israel swept in, the faithful could dwell secure and have peace because of this wondrous baby to be born in the years to come. The song that we're going to sing to close, uh, Good Christian Men Rejoice, when we sing good Christian men, it means men and women. Good Christian men rejoice with heart and soul and voice. Everything that you have, Our thankfulness overflows with everything that we are. Not because we have everything we ever wanted, but because we have what we truly need. The wondrous love and forgiveness of the God who made us. Because in the telling of the greatest story ever told, we see a God who stopped at nothing to show us love and true, humble majesty. To be All the things that we have failed to be and through whose blood even the foulest, most hopeless and despicable sinners can be set free to walk in newness of life. Some people in a week or two's time are going to be making all kinds of resolutions to turn over a new leaf, to do things differently at the start of a new year. If you want real power to change your life, then you need not look no further than Jesus Christ. His Spirit will come to you and will set you free, dear friend. See, friends, this event, the birth of Jesus, is why the angels spoke glad tidings to the shepherds. These shepherds, filthy and marginalised outcasts from society, not like the shepherds that we see on our TVs here in in the West, you know, with uh, with their sheep dogs rounding up the sheep, and it's quite entertaining. These you know farmers are looked on with with a degree of prestige, aren't they? Uh, and with awe, the shepherds of Jesus' time were filthy and marginalised, outcast, unclean and unwelcome in the towns. They were they were living out in the in the countryside, in the hills. They were kept at arm's length. But it's no surprise that God spoke to them first. and It's no surprise that God endorses the human race by becoming one of us. Think about the Magi, the wise men. They were seers, they were sages who studied the writings and the stars. And they concluded that an all or nothing mission To visit this newborn king of the Jews was in their best interest. They, they put everything into this journey. And they were not disappointed. You know, we've been, we've been told, haven't we, to choose our gatherings wisely. To prioritize the things that really matter. And so I'm delighted to see all of you here today. Prioritizing something that really matters. Getting to the heart of Christmas. And understanding what God has done for you at Christmas time in sending his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, if you're wise, you, like the Magi, will prioritize Christ this Christmas. You see, friend, the greatest story ever told is one that was written to include you because the Lord God made you to know more than a diet of Netflix and chilling. And eventually decline and cold and silent death. Is that what you want for your future? Just a scraping by existence? Or do you want to know life in all its fullness? Because Jesus, who was born into a, a meek, a meager place. Who served as a servant with just the shirt on his back. That was the fullness of life. Jesus, the Christ, the chosen one, he was born that one day his death might break the chains of sin and death. That we might know the true meaning of eternal bliss and have reason to rejoice, not only at Christmas, but in every season. And through every circumstance. Our Christmas book that talks about the good news of Jesus, it challenges us to stop wearing our masks. Now, I'm not telling you to take your masks off. Right? Keep your masks on to protect your neighbour, Right? unless you're exempt. I'm not talking about those kind of masks. I'm talking about the kind of spiritual masks that we wear. The kind of pretense that we put on. We say, yeah, I'm fine, thanks, everything's good, when we're really not. See, Jesus can set us free from wearing those kind of masks. To live a life of thankful rejoicing in the knowledge of his blissful peace. Now that sounds like the greatest news to me. It sounds like something that you could found your life on, build your life on. No matter what circumstances are going on, no matter which professors of doom are telling us about uh, restrictions and constraints and likely uh, morbidity figures in the coming days. So why not take a copy of this book with you if you want to read more, learn more about Christmas without masks? Pick one up. Pick one. Pick one up for your friend or your family member. They're on the table just down here on your way out. Okay. So when you leave. We don't exit through that main door, we'll exit through the side door here. Pick up a book or two and uh, rejoice through this Christmas season because Christ has come and he's come to set us free from everything that holds us back. So here at Friends Baptist Church, we wish you a very Merry Christmas in the knowledge and love of this chosen one, the one it's all about